Hello, welcome to Wellness Wednesdays with me, Recovery Ray, presented by Balance Period. This is a show where I give you all insights on exactly what I am doing to invest in my health and wellness. So as usual, we're going to start things off with a mindful moment. For today's mindful moment, we're going to take three deep breaths together. We're going to add a little bit of movement to our mindfulness practice today. So when we inhale, I want you to raise your shoulders up towards your ears. And then as you exhale, I want you to rotate them back and down. All right. Inhale, shoulders up. Exhale, back and down. All right. Shout out to everyone that is currently live with me right now. Welcome, welcome. I do have visibility to the chat, so feel free to put in any questions or comments that you have as you tune in this evening. All right. Remember, our posture is important. You want to be upright yet relaxed. We're going to count us down three, two, one, and then we'll do these three deep breaths together, and then we'll just pause for a moment of stillness. Three, two, one. Take the first deep breath. And exhale back and down. Take the next deep breath. Shoulders back and down one more time. Inhale up. Rotate your shoulders back and down. Good. Continue to breathe in your normal breathing pattern. I just want you to notice any sensations that you're feeling in your neck and shoulders after adding that movement to your breathing practice. If you are still experiencing any tightness or tension, give your shoulders the permission to relax. Now take one more big deep breath. And if your eyes are closed, slowly begin to blink them open. Welcome back. So wanted to incorporate a little bit of movement into our mindfulness practice today. I find this to be a fantastic way to check in with your body and to really tune into what you are feeling and how you are feeling. Because as I always say, we can only take care of what we are aware of. So when we're paying closer attention to what we feel and how we feel, we'll be able to give ourselves space to relieve some tension if we do experience that. And giving ourselves something in that moment will look like just doing what you did before, right? Going in and raising your shoulders up and intentionally relaxing them. Or, you know, giving yourself a self-massage, right? Rubbing out the areas that you may feel that are tight, okay? So that's a fantastic way to incorporate some simple and sustainable self-care into your daily lives. So, did the mindful moment, check. Next is the mindful reflection. So for today's mindful reflection... I am going to be referring to my monthly WHOOP performance assessment. And so I wanted to share this with you all because it's one of the features that I appreciate most about being a WHOOP member. Not only do we get a weekly performance assessment, but at the end of the month, we kind of get our data compiled in a way that lets us know how we're trending in comparison to the month before and to the year before, which is pretty cool. And it allows me to be more intentional with how I choose to spend my time and energy to align that with my body and mind operating at a higher level. All right, so let me pull that up real quick and I'll get started with this mindful reflection. All right, so here is what the desktop dashboard looks like. But I'm going to go over here to my monthly assessment. I wasn't agreeing today. I was feeling good, feeling good on my run. All right. 
So it might look a little small, so I'll kind of just talk through what I normally bring my attention to when I look at this performance assessment. So I'm gonna make it a little bit bigger for us. The first place I look is at the start, which here you can see is focusing in on sleep, which as we talked about before, getting high quality sleep is one of the simplest ways that you can go about optimizing your health and well-being. So here is sharing how much restorative sleep I got and if it shifted from month to month. So as you can see here, I did get a plus 4% of my sleep performance, but my restorative sleep stayed the same, which for me in thinking about December and January, I'm grateful that this was the case. Um, it's okay that I didn't increase here because in January I was spending, or I should say in December, I was spending a considerable amount of time looking to just rest and reflect as I entered into the new year. But coming into January, I was spending a lot more time running and really pushing my body. So the fact that I was able to maintain that same level of restorative sleep from month to month, I think is fantastic. So that's the first place that I look when I look through this report. Now here you get to see the sleep that I got versus the sleep that was recommended to me. So that green line is what I was recommended and what I got is below. And you see there is this one instance here in the middle of the one, so the 14th that it was uh, very off. And what that ended up being was essentially there was a, a glitch in the app. So I didn't get my full nights of sleep calculated. So that's why it kind of took a dip there. But you can see it's relatively consistent, which is what I shoot for on a nightly basis. Then it talks about my training breakdown. So over this past month, I was spending a lot of time, like I was saying, running. So here I got nine runs in. My run total was at a little over 11 hours of running for the month, which for me is a, it's a decent amount as it relates to what I was training, you know, prior to this new training program. So I'm definitely, you know, glad that I can see that it's, you know, it's showing up here that I'm, I'm more active. And I think it's going to continue to ramp up as I get closer and closer to my 50K. So I'm going to be looking for these numbers to shift in an upward direction as it relates to total um, activity duration over the next few months. Um, and I, I love this view too, because it breaks down year over year. And as you can see, like the month prior, like where your strain is, where your recovery and where your sleep performance is. And so for me, what I like to see is that, you know, my strain was up higher. So even though my strain was lower in December and higher in January, back to what we talked about before, I was still getting restorative sleep, which I think is really cool. Year over year, my strain is up, which makes sense because I'm training for an ultra marathon right now. Recovery, similar. It was increased by 2% from last month, which is great, but it is lower than, you know, where I was a year ago. And I wasn't putting my body under near as much strain this time last year. And sleep performance, similar. It's up 5% from last month to this month. It is a little bit lower than last year, but I like to see the gains, you know, month over month. And then finally here, actually, there's one more section I want to show you before I dive into the rest of what I have today. But here you can see here that in January, I kind of went through the optimal stage and was up in the overreaching and then went down to restorative and then back up to overreaching. Right. And so I foresee this being consistent up until I run the ultra marathon, unless there's an injury or something that happens where I'm required to be down in that restorative stage a lot longer. But I definitely see pushing myself a little bit more and being in that overreaching state a little bit more regularly in comparison to what you see for, you know, the, the calendar year prior to where I'm at right now. 
And then here we go. My HRV was up 2% um, and my resting heart rate stayed the same month over month. And so this is another cool feature that I appreciate. It is understanding how the habits I practice and the ones that I track in the Whoop journal impact my you know, recovery. And so these are some of the habits that are, have a positive impact. One is feeling recovered. This is something that I measure. I take about five minutes prior to getting out of bed to check in with myself. And I track what I feel like I will be recovered for, you know, on that day. And that in and of itself, that practice is helpful for me. Um, getting a, above 78% sleep performance is helpful for me. And then let's see what else here. Yeah, and then stretching. Stretching is something that is definitely important and very, very valuable for what I'm currently doing right now, running as much as I am. So that is my weekly, not weekly, sorry, my monthly performance assessment from Whoop. So on to the next portion of this. Let me look to see if there's any questions real quick. No questions, no comments. Perfect. All right. We can only manage what we measure. That's why we partnered with Whoop so you can get the latest and most advanced health and fitness wearable on the market for free. Not only does it monitor your recovery, sleep, training, and overall health, it also offers personalized recommendations and coaching feedback. You can finally take the guesswork out of deciding which self-care habits will actually help you feel good and function at your best. Visit join.whoop.com forward slash balance period and order your free Whoop 4.0 today. That's join.whoop.com forward slash balance period. Enjoy the rest of the show. So the check-in, my mind and body, where am I at? As you can see where my body was throughout the month, I'm pretty much keeping that consistent as of where I'm at right now. I did step on my scale that I use on a monthly basis to help me understand metrics like my body weight, my body fat, my muscle mass, things like that. And so I did notice that there was a, a decrease in my body weight, which kind of makes sense. I'm running a little bit more. But there was also a decrease in my like body fat, both subcutaneous and my visceral fat. And so I'm glad to see that those are shifting downward. And the cool part was my muscle mass went up. So it shows that I'm building muscle while also burning fat by doing the training that I'm doing right now. Energy management, similar to the last few weeks, I'm really focusing in on prioritizing time for rest. That's something that is going to be key as I continue to work through this training program, but just in general, right? Incorporating more time into my everyday life to pause, to just be with myself and to unhook myself from the grind culture that I have been subscribed to for so long now, right? And I think a lot of us are. So it's definitely been you know, nice to continue to incorporate more intentional moments of rest and relaxation into my day. I primarily do that with either naps or non-sleep deep rest, you know, moments between five to 10 minutes, as I've mentioned on this platform before. Similar to what I have talked about too, um, as it relates to how I'm responding to myself, right? And to what I experience in life, that has continued to remain consistent. I have been taking time to just pause and observe what's happening prior to outwardly and in some cases inwardly responding to what it is that I notice. And I continue to see that being something that's beneficial for my quality of life because it helps me make sure that I'm keeping that aligned with 
my values, right, and my goals. And for me, that's what success looks like. Success isn't the accomplishments. It's not, you know, the money. What it is is, am I able to keep my responses aligned with the person I want to be and the things that I want to see change in my environment? So I think it's great that I'm continuing to see value in in that being the case for me. And so how is visceral fat measured? In the way that I'm measuring it, it's called BIA, bioelectrical impedance. And it's, I don't want to go into depth as, into you know exactly what that is, but it's not the most accurate way of calculating visceral fat, but it gives me a reading that I'm able to see if it goes up or down. So you know, in in my opinion, you don't have to get super accurate in that if you're not like high as it relates to other risk, risk factors that that could produce in your life. But if you have a way to measure it regularly, then you can see if there's shifts and changes. And then that's what you can then use to determine adjustments that you can potentially make. So it is measured on my end currently by a method called bioelectrical impedance. Feel free to take a look at what that is on Google. That'll help. Okay. And then finally, conscious consumption. I have been eating a little bit more. Shout out to the fact that just because I'm running more, my body is like longing for food a little bit more, which I feel like I'm normally, I'm not super hungry normally, but now that I am exerting so many calories, like the other day I had burned like active calories, so not even total, I burned like 2,500 calories. That was the day that I ran like the uh, little under, you know, 15 miles, right? And so I'm just being more intentional about giving my body what it needs when it's letting me know like, hey, I need some fuel right now. So that has been, you know, my consumption as it relates to food. Water is still my primary source of liquid that I drink. And then I pretty much just continue to listen to all the same audiobooks that I was talking about before. Still listening to Rest is Resistance by Trisha Hersey. And then I'm trying to think there's no new audiobooks right now continuing to keep what I'm consuming aligned with, you know, my development and the things that I want to see shift and change in, in my life this year. All right. So let's see here. Okay. No other comments, no other questions. Cool, cool, cool. All right. So upgrades to my sustainable self-care system. From this week to last week, or from last week to this week, <laughs> um, there hasn't been any updates yet. I will say though, I did purchase my two or my first two inside tracker tests for the year. So I plan on getting my first test done next week. So my results will then should be back to me the week like after next. And so with that information, I kind of see that there'll be space for me to make some adjustments to my current system in alignment to shifts that I want to see in those bio biomarkers that will impact my inner age. So no updates from last week as it relates to what I'm doing with my sustainable self-care system. I've just been consistent with keeping everything in that like daily planner that I've showed you before, updating my sustainable self-care habits inside of T-Metric, that platform that I've showed you, and then now incorporating the that Run With How app, the app that's tracking my um, 50K training program. So that's it. Nothing really new there. All right. Lastly. The article for today, or I should say from Monday in Balance Period, was centered around understanding your family history as it relates to ailments that may plague 
you, right? And I think it was focusing in on like hypertension and heart disease and understanding that oftentimes the risk factors for those are hereditary. So by understanding if people in your family have had heart disease and understanding the habits that they may have practiced, you can see and notice, hey, there might be adjustments that I can make to not only limit or reduce my likelihood of getting heart disease and dying from it, which heart disease is a leading cause of death in the country and in the black community too, over the age, I know for men of like 44 or so. So when you understand that that's the case, you can then begin to craft your sustainable self-care system with habits to help you reduce the likelihood of you experiencing heart disease. And those habits are getting high quality sleep, exercising, eating, you know, high quality whole foods. So the same things I talk about all the time. So definitely tune into that. I should say tap in with that. Go to at balance period and click the link in their bio and look at our resource library and you'll be able to find that article. So, yeah, if there are no other questions or other comments, thank you all for tuning in for today. One thing I want to make sure I leave you all with is to understand that it's important to invest in your health and wellness. Why? Because you are worth investing in. So continue to learn, continue to grow and develop your sustainable self-care system. Lastly, you don't have to be perfect to be great. So be patient with yourself and be kind to yourself as you travel along this journey of being the change that you want to see in your family and in your community. So thank you all once again for tuning in. This will be available on all listening platforms by this Sunday. And I look forward to checking back in with you all next week. Make it a great rest of your week. Bye.